another episode of Turtle Boy Podcast, your um, uneducated, <laughs> your uneducated, unresearched, at, yeah, uneducated, uninformed and unresearched uh, look into pop pop culture and uh, superhero uh, iconography. All things nerdy and geeky. <laughs> um, if, you? You, if, if you want, oh yeah, I'm Big Tim. And I'm Nature and Grimm. In case you don't know, we just got home from watching the new Josh Trank uh, Fantastic Four. The awesome foursome. The uh, awesome foursome, as one of Nate's friends keeps calling it. And, um, okay, but we're going to get to that. Mm -hmm. But we've got an action-packed, full-on episode for you all tonight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, strap strap on your bat belt and brace yourself for the G's. (laughs) So what's been happening this week, mate? Um, not much. See, last night, um, I found that last night, me and you were engaged in two different activities that really summed up who we are and what we're all about. Last night, I went and played Dungeons and Dragons. Last night, you went to your Wing Chun training ah, lesson. So, yeah. So you're all about <laughs> dragons and monsters and make-believe. But you're all about fitness and kicking ass. Oh, <laughs> do enjoy a bit of ass kickery. I was thinking about that earlier today. I thinking, yeah, that's so fucking typical. You're out doing something physical, and I'm sitting there going, ah, I've got plus seven on my bows and arrows. <laughs> Does this potion make me lose weight? <laughs> I'm the people's champion. <laughs> okay, let's get straight into it, because we've got a heap to talk about tonight. Okay. First things first, comics. You've got a little box in your hand. Comics block. Now we've we've brought this up a couple. couple, Whoa! That's a that's the 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 whiskey getting straight into my blood. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So comics block. We've talked about this a couple times on a couple different episodes. It's. uh, Do you want to explain what it is? Yep. I got. I wrote down some notes here. Look, you can read it out for me. Stupid fucking. What? Because I'm still waiting on mine. Oh, you still. Oh, so we're spoiling for you tonight. Yeah, that's all right. It's in my house, so it's all right. People, this is how much Nathan loves you guys, is that he's willing for me to spoil his comics block just so that you, our beloved five listeners, know what's coming this month. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Comics Block is a subscription service, as we've mentioned before. We pay 30 bucks or something a month. Yeah, 27 or something. Yeah. Um, 20 US bucks, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. Anyway, we'll, we'll throw no, it in. That account. one's about 14. Yeah. Postage and handling, you're looking about 24 bucks, I think. Okay. Well, well, we'll throw a link up in our show notes as usual. And um, yeah, so you uh, and you get a box of loot. They've got a few different categories. you got horror. Yep. you got arcade. Horror, arcade, nerd block. Classic, which, across, which is just 
generic nerdy stuff across the board. Now they've got the comic block and then the two junior blocks for boys and girls. Okay. So I, I only backed comic block. I backed horror block for a while, which was really cool, but um, I couldn't really afford it. Um, comic block is the cheapest of the adult ones. I actually backed all of them for a while. Yeah. But now I'm just down to comic block as well. And um, yeah, so and if you remember from the last podcast I talked about comic block, I was actually missing an item. Right? Mm-hmm. I was missing the Tank Girl comic. I got that. Did you get it yet? No, no. Did you contact them? Yes, I did. I contacted them. They said there's an extra item of loot in this to make up for it. <laughs> Stupid fuck. Okay. We're not setting up an extra. So all you sons of you bitches... you forget about it by the time he gets it. All you sons of bitches who's going to get your comic blocks, I'm going to have something extra in here. The only thing I don't like about comic block is they list what's on, on that receipt. Don't read it. But yeah, actually, I, yeah. it tells you exactly what you're getting. Well, but that's the thing, but you know what you're getting as far as. Comic Block is straight up saying you're getting a t-shirt, you're getting three comic books, but it does it with the others as well, the arcade blocks and all that. Yeah, okay, okay. So it doesn't really spoil the Comic Block one, because you know you're getting three comics and a t-shirt and something else. But just do like I do, don't fucking read it. Yeah, no, fair enough. Okay, so. Open it up, you've wasted enough time. Do you grand opening, I've got a pen. Oh my god, big friggin' knife of death. The pen of death. Okay, so we open him up. I see a lot of blackness. It's an empty box. <laughs> no, okay. So the first thing is on top is a t-shirt. Black t-shirt. I like black... T- I've been wearing a lot of black t-shirts recently because it's slimming. And I'm very fat. <laughs> slimming doesn't mean it makes you lose weight. D- what? <laughs> I've, I replaced all my clothes with black clothes because I thought it was going to make me lose weight. This is the best diet ever. Oh, bitch. Hey. I'm grinning like a damn fool, people. <laughs> nice. Ant-Man t-shirt. Oh, that's cool. So I'll give you getting one as well. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. a mad t-shirt. Again, we'll throw we'll throw photos up on our Instagrams. No, and we'll let you see that. But um, yeah, mad Ant-Man t-shirt. That's cool. Okay. Now. Um, I think arc, I know what your extra one is. Yeah. An arc reactor coaster. It's a good thing that I've got whiskey to put on the coaster. Yoink. So it's just a drink coaster that looks like Iron Man's arc reactor. And you can just wear it on your chest. Yep. Okay. So three comic books. This month we've got Star Trek meets Green Lantern, number one of six. Yep. Okay. Not much of a Trekkie fan. Ooh. Ryan K. Lindsay's Negative Space, number one. Oh, a couple of ep- episodes ago I actually did a, a comics edition episode on this comic mm-hmm. book. Right. And Star Wars Lando nice. number one. Now Lando. and again, a couple episodes ago, I did an episode on this comic as well. Yeah. So two out of these, both of those. two out of three, these three comics I've bought and read. <laughs> but it's cool, man. I mean, it's comics, you know. Yeah. And good comics too. I can I can highly recommend Negative Space and Lando. Cool. Right. And so the extra special, bonus loot, that made up for the missing Tank Girl comic. It looks like a little Iron Man keyring. A little mini. Pop vinyl of Iron Man. Yeah. Little key ring. Oh, nice. You've been, you've started buying them, have you? Or no, no, I just got... No, no, I'm not showing you that. I'm showing you this. Oh, you got... Hey, what? Did I got you, a different pack. I got it in my um, arcade block or whatever it was. Oh, okay. So you have got exactly what I'm getting. So you haven't got anything extra. I've still got one extra tank girl from me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, so that... And that's cool, man. I, I think that's a... All those pop vinyls are from the nerd blocks and that I've been getting. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, that's comic block, man, and that's some good loot. 
That's some good loot. I'll get some. I'll, I'll read this week. I'll read the um, Star Trek versus Green Lantern. How much one. are the comics locally now? Oh man, locally here you're paying up to maybe seven dollars fifty Australian. So you got seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-two bucks worth of comics, and you paid about twenty-four bucks to get it all here. So, you got, so you've got a free T-shirt and that other little bits and pieces too for well, free. Well, the way I see it is that I'm paying for a T-shirt and just getting free shit. Yeah, well, that's the opposite of what I said. Yeah. yeah, so Comic Block, guys, I'll link to their website. Check it out. I, I think it's great value. I if have so like much fun every month. you like unique nerdy T-shirts. Unique nerdy T-shirts. Every and, month. And try and just try and free comics. You know what I mean? Try and comic, mm. new comics for free. And they've also got deals where if you don't like the one you're on, you can change to a different block. Yeah, horror block or arcade block or mm. something. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's Comic Block. Now, let's move on to GNU's headlines. <laughs> you notice how I added headlines because you only read headlines? Okay, GNU's headlines with Gnate Gniles. Very good. Gnate Gniles. Gnate Gniles. All right, we've got a bit to talk about tonight, so I'll just fly through these quickly. Yep, we'll fly through. Yep. Apparently, they've got a um, Power Rangers reboot coming out. Power Rangers reboot? What, a, a movie or TV show? It just says reboot. So. <laughs> I'm guessing the movie, because they reckon it's going to be a lot darker and grittier. Nice. Well, but wasn't there that short film that was like, there was a short film doing the rounds for a while that was... Yeah, I think uh, that's what, is that what that photo's from? No idea. Right. Okay. So that's, that's that. Power Rangers reboot. Yep. Um, they released a teaser on the Spider-Man costume. I don't know what I'm looking at. I think it's the eyepiece. Oh, okay. He wears like goggles. Um, from the sounds of it, see, I think that's the Ooh. concept design. Okay, it's going to be a lot more home designed by a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Because that was that was one thing. Is both the previous ones they've got some like, crazy connection where they made these awesome suits. Yeah. Whereas I think it's not until I guess Avengers pick him up and they're like, "Well, we'll design your costume." Yeah. And Iron Man something or cool. someone hooks him up. Yeah. So I think it's going to be just very street looking. So yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm down. I dig it. And it's going to be a lot more based on, um, it's not the origin story, but it's still him in high school going through the struggles of being a nerdy kid, an outcast, and now having this stuff that makes him another out, more of an outcast in person, even though he can be the hero and the more charismatic guy. Yeah, yeah. He still feels a bit more of an outcast because he's like, well, now people know I've got these powers. I'm a freak already. People know he's got powers? No, if they do. Oh, okay, yeah, Because yeah. they already think he's a nerd and an outcast and that, so if he becomes even more of a freak, they might... I was going to be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, moving okay. on. Yep. Um, yeah, got time to get reorganized. Rosario Dawson is a will be on Jessica Jones, right? As that same nursery character. Yep. So what? Didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ruffalo appears to be confirmed for Captain America: Civil War, as he was spotted on set with cast. Yeah, he might just be visiting his new mate. Yeah, but you know, um, Hunger Games. More movies could be a prequel or a spin-off. Oh, really? Like I don't know. <laughs> Here's one for you. <laughs> She's having sex with a Sasquatch. I now pronounce you Sasquatch and wife. Meet the woman who's sleeping with Bigfoot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even nerd news? That's just a tabloid trash. I actually did see that story. That it's um. Did you read it? Um, no, I saw someone else posted it. I'll, I'll have to. So, 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 read that again. Um, she's having sex with a Sasquatch. 
I now pronounce you Sasquatcher and wife, meet the woman who's sleeping with Bigfoot. That's all of my girlfriends in the history of mankind have slept with Bigfoot. <laughs> One of the... Um, You're insane, dude. <laughs> I think we're going to have to do fast news every time I do it, huh? It's, well, I mean, because normally you bring the headlines and I can't... And, I, and, I, and, and we, ha we ask questions and things and try and start conversation. There's just nothing. But now that you are just... We, we're aware you're just bringing headlines <laughs> and it's like I want to ask questions but I'm like he's, he's got no answers <laughs> oh man make something up if you want man we sh you know what you should do is this section right you should have like 15 seconds just to run through headline 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 just hit you like next time don't give you a chance to recover yeah yeah or ask ne next time we'll try and see, do we'll, that, see right? we'll see how we go American Horror Story Ooh. casts Darren Chris as a hipster He's a guy off Glee. Oh, the, 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 the hipster off Glee. <laughs> What's go. his name? I don't know. Darren Chris. C R I double -S, S. Right. Um, and another little tidbit I thought you'd be interested in. You know, um, who else is having sex with Sasquatch? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> well, define sex because. Guillermo del Toro. Yep. You know how he was working with the dudes on that Silent Hill game? Yeah. And they had the main character was um, Daryl Dixon. Oh, I didn't know that. They brought out the trailer. Everyone loved it. And then they had a falling out somewhere. Not between each other, but with them and the company oh. who's behind it all on that and they got canned. Right. But del Toro's just um, admitted that him and Kojima are still working on a game. They're going to get a horror game they're going to be bringing out in the future. Okay. That's it. All right. Hmm, okay. Very good. Okay, so now what we're going to do for the first time, it's taken us something like 25 episodes. For the first time, we've actually had some feedback. feedback from our listeners. And they said, stop doing podcasts. <laughs> and I said, why don't you just not listen? <laughs> and what did they say, eh? Fuck off. <laughs> Okay, so a couple of weeks ago I threw out a notice through um, our social networking pages. And apparently our um, response time is as long as people's <laughs> feedback time. Um, and uh, I just asked if people had topics they'd like us to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so four out of our five listeners... <laughs> That's pretty good. We couldn't get a hold of that guy in um, Africa. <laughs> Actually, that explains that, 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 explain that email. I couldn't understand anything. I thought someone was having a fetal sign. Was his name T'Challa or something? Yeah. Okay, and um, so, yeah, we've got four topics we're going to chat about. Yep. Brush through. Now, the first one is from a friend of mine, local uh, filmmaker slash actor slash author, published author. He's published Ooh. two books. Ew, Pat Gallagher. He's released two books, and if I was a good podcaster, I'd have the names of them here. One of them is about a ghost. Uh, like what, What's it called? It's called The Ghost Who Came to the House. Um, I'll be avoiding that house. They're like He writes um, like real-life accounts of paranormal events and stuff. Nice. So he's done this one book that um, covers uh, either a specific ghost or a, or a haunting, right? And then his second one is actually looked into eyewitness accounts of um, Loch Ness Monster. 
Anyway, so that's that's my friend Pat Gallagher. Now he said he wants to know what mine and Nate's favorite movies from the eighties are. Yeah. So, do you want to run first or? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I spent probably because I didn't. I forgot about the questions until today. Yeah. And when you told me again, I spent probably a good four or five hours crunching through every 80s movie I can remember ever watching. With a bit of help from the internet and that too. You're insane. Broke it down to, I think it's 367 <laughs> Okay, so guys, go grab a drink. No, no, going to no. talk about 367 <laughs> movies. This is going to be the longest podcast in the history of podcasts. They're all movies that, like I said, I remember yeah. watching and enjoying. And enjoying. It's mad stuff you liked when, you were, when we were in, uh, kids in the 80s. But I've cut it down to ones that I can still happily watch now. Yep. Which I'd, I'd jump and throw on right now. Some of the old ones I'll still watch for... Well, don't throw them on right now. We're recording a podcast. Thank you, that background music, Kevin. <laughs> I still love this, but... All right, so I broke it down to one, two, three, four, five, six. Six? Yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> how many have you got? Three. Do you want to do yours first? No, no, you go. You go. You sure? Because you I'll, I'll explain how you really do something like this when someone asks you this question. But you go first. So you want me to cut it down to three No, no, more. no, go, go. It's all right, it's all right. But Lost Boys. Oh, That's yeah. my favourite. That's probably my best movie from the 80s. Lost Boys is the tip, mm-hmm. man. So what, what, what was it? Uh, what is it? Ed? What was it about Lost Boys that you liked then? And do you still think it holds up now? Well, he's dead now. Corey Haim. Yeah. Corey Haim fan. Um, Keeper. Always loved Keeper Sutherland. Keep you out there. You listening? Hook me up with phone call, man. <laughs> no, but just the whole the whole vampire theme. And to me, it's still probably it still is the best vampire movie I've ever seen. Every this is what I heard, right? I can't remember who said it. Might have been Del Toro. Might have been Jesus. Might have I'm been not me. sure. Every generation gets the vampires they deserve, right? We had badass vampires with mullets, because mm-hmm. we were badass kids with mullets. Mullets. Today's generations get their prissy little friggin' sparkly vampires, because they're prissy little sparkly kids. And that's the only two examples I can think of. I think that actually analyzed that a bit better. Oh, it'd be interesting to look at the differences between Nosferatu in, I think it was 1920. Uh, 20, or something. Yeah, you know, sort of jump each decade, see what the big vampire was and see what it says about society at the time. That'd be very interesting. For someone who's smarter than me, Luke McWilliams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Coming in at a, a close second place. Young Guns. Ooh, Young Ooh. Guns. Yeah, Told you I'd shock you with one. some good movies. That's a good one. That's one I actually watched... Yeah, every like six months or something. Yeah. It would have been Young Guns 1 and 2, but 2 come out in 1990. Ah, Just nice. missed out. Ah, nice, nice. Hey guys, you see the size of that chicken? Yeah, you, you see the size of that cockadoodle, goddamn do! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, it's still, man, again, an old cowboy movie yeah, that I still movie, love to man, this yeah, day. Good movie. Third one's a bit of a given, considering how much I used to watch it when I was younger. Yep. I was going to do a. Um, not that it's one of my favourites. King Kong Lives. Remember, every time we went to the video store, I used to hire that movie? Yeah. But no, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. That nice. one's still one that I just freaking yeah. love. Um, this one's kind of a, a mash-up, because a lot of the movies that I liked in the 80s have sequels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I got down Rocky 3 and 4. Okay, they were both Which 80s. is, yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. You got um, 
Yeah, Hulk Hogan, Hogan Lang, Mr. T, Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren, my favourite guy, yeah. Awesome. Oh, nice. And last two, which are ones that I think you really like too. Um, one from the late Rowdy Roddy Piper, They Live. They Live, yeah. That one's still just one where it's pretty much... Yeah. You don't forget any of the storyline at all. And Big Trouble, Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. All movies that still hold up... Mm-hmm. Probably except for They Live. Yeah. Although, although I did watch They Live with um, my my thirteen year old daughter yeah. a, a couple of months ago, and she sat through it and she was interested and she enjoyed it. And then at the very end, uh, when the story comes to an end, this chick's in bed and she sits up and her tits are out. It's like there's no tits through the whole movie, but then just at the very end, it's like, hey, there's no tits in this movie. <laughs> Instead of one last scare, that's just one last pair of titties. So. Um, so yeah, um, I was gonna but do, even that holds up because my my thirteen year old sat through it, watched it, enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well I've tried some shows with my kids, some of the old eighty shows, and some of them they love, and yeah. others of them they can't even sit through. They cannot stand short circuit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's my list of six. Okay, so this is how I did mine, right? I seem to be the only person in the history of mankind who has a defined five top movies of all time. All right, I threw this, this post up on Facebook about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. asking people, what's your top five movies of all time? Everyone's and like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> you much. can't narrow it down like that. Well, one of my best mates, Will, was like, I can give you my best five action, and then my best five mm-hmm. comedy, yeah, and my yeah, best five sci-fi. Um, I'd say best five is pretty And hard. other people are like, no, what about top ten? You know. But So I seem to be the only person who has a top five movie. And then just looking at that, three out of the top five are 80s movies. Yeah. The first one, as you said, Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. Okay, that's that, just so much fun, man. I love that movie so hard. Kurt Russell at his best. My kids love that. You know what I mean? And I think, again, you know, us being little kids at the time, it's just so magical and captured our imagination. Mm-hmm. You know? um, John Carpenter. Okay, um, the next one, so that was 1986. Yeah. Right? My next one was 1987, which was The Monster Squad. Now, yep. not a lot of people know this movie, but basically if you take Goonies... And throw in the Universal Monsters, Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman. You get Monster Squad. You get Monster Squad. So what it is, it's a group of kids who, they have this little club where they love monsters, they draw monsters, and then so when Dracula and his crew come and attack town, they're the only ones that can really yep. deal with it. You know? Great movie, you'll love it. And then my other one was 1989, Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, that Remember was awesome. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that one is actually, people, when I show people this movie... It's, it's not the kind of movie people think I, I would enjoy. It's a, pretty much a romantic comedy, but it, it's so well it's written. There's a lot of drama in there. It's, yeah, there's a lot of drama in there drama. too. But it's so well written, and that's what I love about it, is that it's such an original script, such an original idea, and... Um, and it's got the Hain boys in it. It's got both the Hain boys in it. It's um, got the Hain boys and the Corys. <laughs> you idiots. got the Corys in it. Um, and the people who wrote it never wrote anything else. As far as movies and TVs concerned. They peaked too soon. Well, maybe they were just like, I hey, just want to make one movie. I met a girl... Got back in their time machine. And I met home. a girl who was like, um, my goals of you know art and film and all this, she says, I want to be on one TV show, I want to be in one movie, I want to be on one magazine, I want to be on one billboard, I want to be on one TV commercial. Did she achieve it all? She was in a movie with me, I saw her in a magazine, I saw her on a billboard. I don't know about the TV commercial or TV show yet, but 
She was on her way to do it. So, I mean, some people just have simple goals like that, you know what I mean? Um, which is cool. Alright, so that's our best 80 movies. That's all yours, is it? Yeah, just th- those three. Here's one off the top of your head. What's the worst? One. Alright, worst, no. worst 80s movie. Okay, uh, worst 80s movie that I used to love that doesn't stand up in the test of time. Yep. Spaced Invaders. Yeah. I, I tried to watch it on the weekend with the kids, and I was That's just another like, one where the kids just can't get through a movie. Well, my, yeah, my kids. I was sitting there with my kids watching it, and I'm like, "This is so bad." Then I looked around, and the kids were gone. They just, <laughs> they just one by one just got bored and left. You know what I mean? And we used to love that movie as yeah. kids, man. It's, uh, yeah, so that's that's the one we used to love that just doesn't hold up. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's the worst though. Sure no, no, I just meant as far as. No, but, oh, what I was going to ask was, um, when you think '80s music, what's one song, the first song that comes to you? Um, Striper. What about more mainstream? Um, Not something you still listen to here. Poison? Bon Jovi. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Where do you get that? No, I was just curious. (laughs) Motley Crue? Alright, movie related music. What song that relates to a movie? Um, And don't say Eye of the Tiger. Beverly Hills Cop. Isn't that song called. Isn't that song called. Do, 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 do. Uh, that yeah, song's that, called Axel F. Yeah. yeah. That was an A Foley. <laughs> okay, so where, where yeah, are you mine going? Is, and I don't even remember, because I was just thinking about it today. I don't even remember the movie at all. Fame, that Fame song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, TV show? What about songs from TV shows? Um, look at what happened <laughs> to me. <laughs> that's why. Greatest right. American hero, yeah. bitch. Yeah, man. Believe it or not, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. That's uh, enough eighties for now. Okay. Let's let's move on. Otherwise, we'll never get out of this freaking time warp. Now, schoolyard charm of mine and Nave. Yep. Back in the day, and uh, current friend, Tim Galvin. Oh, he yeah. posed a very interesting question to us that he would like us to discuss. What does indestructible mean? Right. Should I start with this, or would you like to start with this? Um, you can start. Now, I think I... I, I had probably... a good think about this, and I thought, listen, let's try and pull this from the top of our heads. Instead of, look, anyone... Look, even Tim Galvin. Even Galvin could have Googled this, all right? But obviously he wants us to discuss this with intellect, with our, you know, with our personalities... And not just really look at what the word is and what it means. What the word is, the root of the word. Not to just us. an easy dictionary yeah, interpretation. Yeah, we it. could look up a thesaurus and a dictionary, and yeah, but this isn't what the man wants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tim, indestructible. Indestructible to me is a. I think it means a creamy dessert, mm-hmm. right? That is kind of like a chilled yogurt. Nice. What about you? What's your? Yeah, I'd have one of those. Well, I I don't have any indestructible with us. I was um, a bit hazy. I thought it was meaning like a um, one of the areas of town that's got the big factories and stuff. Oh yeah, Um, like like Fishwick, Hume. The indestructible um, area. Yeah. You got your residential area, your commercial area, and your indestructible area. Right. 
there's that well, many. There was also wasn't there a um, wasn't there a dinosaur, um, a biped dinosaur with spikes on its thumb that was called the indestructible saurus or something? Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, I remember the pictures. Something of that. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's. Another, I think that's probably the root of the word was this dinosaur. Right. Right? Think because and then through the time, it's, it's gone into meaning factory area of town, gone into mean desserts. Um, I, I think that, and because it sort of evolved so much, indestructible is like when you can't, where something you can't describe what it is. Yeah. It's indestructible. Like, if, you, if you're looking at an object you've never seen before, yeah. and you're like, well, how do I tell Tim about this? And I'm like, I can't. It's fucking indestructible. It's indestructible. How am I to tell him? I cannot destruct this. It's indestructible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and also I think the final definition of what indestructible is, okay, again, starting from the root word, uh, which was the dinosaur. The evolution of a word as, as everything in life evolves. Yes, everything evolves from a dinosaur into a factory, into a... Uh, dessert. Dessert, and then into like... Uh, a descriptive word. Yep. I think from there it's gone on to actually an, be an indestructible word. Yeah, that we can't destruct. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually gone on to also be um, a, a, a sexual position that we're not actually even allowed to describe or we get arrested. Because it's for. indestructible. Because it's a, we can't destruct it. I can't destruct it, but I will try it. That's right. So, um, Tim, I hope that answered your question, mate. Indestructible. Indestructible, something you can't destruct. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now, my other my other buddy on Facebook, um, Kai Fei, right? He has is asked... That, what? Is that like one of Dad's made-up friends? <laughs> no. Have you got your own made-up friends down this is just, just, No, this is a real-life guy. Is this like Jim Bob and Bob Tex? No, it's real-life guy. His name, Bob Cat. His name on Facebook is Kai Like a Boss Fei. <laughs> All right, the lucky boss has sold me. Okay, so Kai has asked us. He actually didn't pose it in a question. He posed it as a statement. <laughs> Dark crystal versus labyrinth. Okay. So is he asking? No, us... it's not a question. It's a statement. <laughs> All right. Very good. I'll watch it. Is he asking us to set this up like a royal rumble, where <laughs> all the characters from Dark Crystal attack all the characters from Labyrinth, or? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's one mashup crossover film I would like to see. <laughs> Well, Dark Crystal was another one I used to watch a lot. Yeah, Dark time. Crystal and Labyrinth. We grew up on that show. And they don't make kids' movies like this anymore, man. Nah. Um, so, I mean, and now we've gone from Labyrinth of Dark Crystal to Guillermo del Toro's movies. Masters of Puppetry. Yeah, man, yeah. So, which which would be your personal favourite? Dark well, Crystal already, or Labyrinth? I already mentioned it in my favourite. Oh, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay. Um, I think Labyrinth, for, for little kids, when we were little kids. Little kids like you, Little mate. kids like us. Um, I think Labyrinth was a safer movie. Yeah, but as far as um, being more relatable, because it was like humans. At least the Goblin King was even a human. Whereas Dark Crystal was all just sort of all foreign and fantasy, fucked up shit from our nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you remember all that shit? Was it Dark Crystal, um, or was it Caravan of Courage? Where the dude gets his arm bit in the tree. That was Caravan. That of was Courage. Caravan of Courage. Um, but, I mean, Dark Crystal, you had those scary as hell Skeksis, right? Yeah. You had that witch that takes her eye out to look around. Yeah. You had those poor little friggin' fraggles that they put in that Gelfling? Gelfling? No, 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 not the Gelflings, the other little guys. No, she calls them Gelfling the witch. She's holding her eye in that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the other little guys that the, the Skeksis had put in the chair and they'd, they'd drain them of their essence. Yeah, oh, that was creepy. That's fucked up, man. That's crazy shit for kids, man. But, um, 
but it was so beautiful. You know, I mean, yeah. the design of it, oh, the, yeah. the puppetry of it was so good, man. Yeah, and for such a dark movie as a kid, still love watching it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And and Labyrinth as well. I mean, I, I really, I, I still really, I probably watch Labyrinth more than I do Dark Crystal. Yeah. See, one interesting thing that Thorne said, Thorne, um, he doesn't watch movies over and over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I watch movies, like, because I posted that I was watching, on Facebook, I posted I was watching Captain America 2. And he goes, how many times that? And I said, probably about 50. Yeah. He goes, 50? How do you watch it more than 10 times? I said, you can't tell me you don't watch Schwarzenegger movies more than, you know, as much as I watch this yeah. stuff. And he goes, I don't watch. Yeah, he's a big Schwarzenegger fan, and he says... We do it on only nights. Yeah, he says, I don't watch him as much as you might think, you know? So, uh... But, yeah, Labyrinth, you know, I still watch occasionally, because yeah. I'm with the kids and stuff, because it's a fun movie. Um, whereas Dark Crystal, I mean, as much as I, I could clearly remember yeah. it, I haven't watched that for a long time. Yeah. I think it still scares me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that killed me was um, Caravan of Courage as a kid, watching that in the cinemas. I remember. It just shattered me. I remember because we were sitting there watching the, this caravan of courage, and the next thing I look around, I don't know, to say something to you, that guy, that's badass, and you're just not there. And I look around, you're lying on the floor. <laughs> you're hiding from the monsters on the floor. They were big monsters, dude. <laughs> they were big monsters. Oh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give The Winter Labyrinth only because I've watched it more times than Dark Crystal. Yeah. They're both awesome movies for their time. Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm going to say, though, Dark Crystal, because although it was scarier, it was much more of an original, you know what I mean, like the whole world was original instead of, uh, she could have dreamed all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, hope that answers your non-question, Kai. Yes. Okay, and so our last topic of discussion, before we go into our feature event. Yep. Um, boyhood friend of ours, Michael Pasternak. Yep. From back in our church days, mm-hmm. another innocent kid that was warped by the religious system. Um, he asked us to talk about Space Jam 2, but then he put a weird smiley face, which made me think he didn't really want us to talk about it. <laughs> you wanted to talk about something that just I have no knowledge of. <laughs> and I don't either. I did a quick Google of Space Jam 2, and I think I know less about it now <laughs> than when, I, when he actually said it. Well, I'm not even sure if this is accurate or not, but I heard that... Um a basketballer, LeBron James, yeah, yeah, is going to be replacing Michael Jordan. Okay, I read a couple of names. He was one of them, but um, I got to say, I'm so out of touch with basketball these days. Ever like, since Jordan left the first time, I don't know what's going on. It doesn't interest me. I mean, yeah. out of all my sports of choice, which is pretty limited, mm-hmm. basketball's not in there. Yeah, right. So yeah, again, uh, as we were saying earlier before podcast. I don't want to watch me and mortals play sport. Yeah. You know, I want to watch superheroes, And that's the thing man. with Michael Jordan. You watched it because he seemed like someone above and beyond everyone else. He was Spider-Man on that court, man. Like, uh, no, actually, even he was more, uh, I don't know, what would you say? Not Wolverine. He'd be, uh, if he was a superhero compared to all those other basketballers. Someone who could jump high, someone really strong. Colossus. Anyway, this metaphor's not working at all. <laughs> He was better than the others. Way better. <laughs> Way better. He was as better as them <laughs> as Batman is to, to policemen. And that's when, that's when sports appeal to me, though. When there's someone who... It's not that they're, they're putting them up against an uneven challenge, like someone who's so much weaker than them. 
but they're they're so much on top of their game they make other professionals look bad. Yeah. And that's why I love um, a lot of the mixed martial arts over the last seven years or so. Ronda Rousey these last couple. Ronda of years. Rousey's the one who's cleaned wow. up. Uh, GSP back in his yeah, day. Yeah, I remember. Anderson Silva before he got beaten up a bit. You just got these people who just make everyone else look like fools. Yeah, you had. Let's let's go back. Ali, Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali. Yep. Tyson. Tyson. Two different styles of fighting, and I don't know who would win if they fought both of their oh, primes. Oh, just a joke. I mean, people, yeah, people who try to compare them, it's like, well, fucking, I mean, you can't do that. Ali was, was a, a master fighter, dancer rounder. He right? was he was good at his footwork, and he was good at, um for a heavyweight, throwing the punches when he's walking backwards. Yeah, right. Most people don't fight like that. And, and Tyson could just punch down a truck. Tyson was just a headhunter. You know and what I mean? Good so, at it. um... I mean, in, in a bunch of different sports, there's, there's been dudes that just rock up and they're just Bruce incredible. Lee for his time. Bruce, yeah, yeah. The guy that come through and was like, what is this? So, yeah, so all that is to say that we haven't played, paid attention to basketball in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> last um, 20 years. <laughs> so, you know, there's some basketballer coming in who we don't know who he is. Now, is maybe what our listeners can help us out, LeBron, who, LeBron James. LeBron James. Now, is he the guy that everyone... Says he's got a bad attitude. Well, he walks off the court before the end of the, the game. The only thing I know about him is my mates that watch basketball fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, and they're going, well, if he's in Space Jam, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. That he's he's a, apparently a really good player, but he's just arrogant. Yeah. Um, I, and that's another thing why I like a lot of these big superstars like GSP and that is they they're not they don't have the arrogance to them. Yeah, they're, they're freaking awesome people. They're better than of... you. They know they're better than you but they'll still treat you with respect and stuff and give you tips and stuff with yeah. after they kick your ass. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so Space, Space Jam, Jam 2. Now, has the Looney Tunes... What's the Looney Tunes look like these days? I mean, Have they it, changed? That's what I'm saying. Is, is there any new characters? Is there... Could, you know, as far as the cartoons concerned... It's probably like uh, Marvel Men. They, they didn't kill anyone off and they can't make new characters. Yeah. Like Marvel and DC. It's <laughs> just all the same stuff. Yeah, I mean, because they try, but, like, in the last Space Jam, they had this pink rabbit chick. Well, they tried. And she up. never turned up on the cartoons after that. Yeah. You know, and then even... But they've if, tried, like, with um, Animaniacs and that, and but, they, they last for a while, then they fade off. Yeah, but even with Space Jam, when they had the, the monsters, you know, at the end of that, they actually shrank back down into their little cute little selves, yeah. and then they... Um, the Looney Tunes let them stay and live with them, but there was no Monstars spin-off series well, or anything, they, you know, so. they've got Space Jam 2 now. So maybe they're going to come back in that. Yeah. It's only been, what, two years? 20 years. Three years? Three years cartoon time or something. Um, so Space Jam 2, cartoon characters and basketball guy. Space Jam 2, a movie we don't even have to know about that's going to suck. <laughs> don't even really care <laughs> for it right now at all. Yeah. Give me a bit of Marvin the Martian. It's not made for Throw us. a bit of Sylvester the Cat in there and I might actually watch it. <laughs> you know what I thought today? Someone posted on Facebook a picture of you seen Fantastic Four. a movie called um, Hocus Pocus. Right? Yeah, the old, old movie. The old which one? Yeah. Someone posted this thing, Hocus Pocus 2. I've been waiting 25 years for this. <laughs> Let me just say this. <laughs> Let me just say this. No one's waiting 25 <laughs> years for Hocus Pocus. Even if you loved Hocus Pocus, you weren't waiting 25 years for Hocus Pocus. any movie. Pocus you waited 25 years for it. You weren't waiting for it. You weren't yeah. going, I'm eagerly anticipating this. And the only people that were, were shattered when a Phantom Menace came out. You wait. <laughs> the only people 
eagerly awaiting the next movie. Yeah. They're just destroyed. Those so if guys you're smart, have waited a decade every day waking yeah. up. Star Wars news? No, no, not today. Oh, come on, it's coming out soon. <laughs> Feel it. Feel the force. Oh, man. Okay, so... Listen, I hope that I hope that satisfied you guys. Um, Your questions. If not, throw some more at us, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, definitely. That, that that was good fun just talking about shit we wouldn't usually talk about. So, yeah. Okay, on to our feature. The main topic. Fantastic Four: The Josh Trank reboot. Mm-hmm. Hard reboot. Complete reboot. Yeah. As opposed to a soft reboot like the Hulk, where it's like. Uh, if if you liked that one, it still counted. But if you didn't like it, this is a new start. Yeah, for fuck's sake, there's going to be spoilers. This is a flat out. Are you going to spoil? <sighs> okay, listen. Before we even get into spoilers, go watch it. <laughs> this is what I want to say. Normally, I'll say go watch it and then tune back in here. Yeah. Right? If you're a whiny little bitch who's going to just fucking pick this. You know what I mean? Movie. Who's already made up their mind that this is a piece of shit movie. Why even don't go watch it. Okay? Yeah. Don't go watch it. You've made your mind up. And There's not nothing this that's going to justify Any movie that comes out, if you're going to read other reviews and you're going to make a decision on it before seeing it yourself, before going there with an open mind... Okay, well, okay. I'll, I'll stop you there for a second. You, you, know, you know the reviewers and the people who you're similar to. So okay. you can read a review... You can listen to a podcast, and you know if the people's tastes are the same. So if someone who is similar to you says... Are you talking about friends? Well, friends, but I mean even... I don't know from companies. But even, well, you know... Okay, friends for us, right? But I mean, people who are reading reviews all the time, right? They've got to know, oh, okay, uh, Johnny Lewis, who reviews for the Canberra Times, or whatever, you know, he, me and him obviously have... The same tastes, so you know. He seems to. So you can trust some people, but if you're going to just jump on the hype of tweets, of um, you know, just 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 the the the, the hate hype, yeah. right? And then you're going to go in this movie and you're going to just regurgitate the same fucking bullshit that every fucking idiot is saying. Don't take before your own look at it. Before the movie even comes yeah. out, just don't bother going. Life's going to be happier for you if you don't go to the fucking movie. But it's not. People love the bitch. Yeah. Well, true. You know. So I'll say that straight off the bat for this. If you've already decided this is a shit movie, don't... Move on. It's not affecting anybody apart from your wallet. Actually, I half want to say, go and fucking watch it because you deserve to lose your money to watch something you don't like. You know what I mean? But listen... I thought you were going to say, go watch it because you deserve to lose your money for shit. This isn't your father's... This isn't your grandfather's 1960s Fantastic Four comic book. Okay? This isn't... Okay, spoilers. Right? If you can't accept that a comic book movie has to be altered, one, by the top dogs who don't know what they're doing, right? and two, to appeal to mainstream as well as the fans. And to be honest, they were saying Marvel sold probably, what was it, 3,000 Fantastic Four comics a month compared to everything else. There wasn't that big a fan base. So if you pretend you're a hardcore fan now... You wanted that three thousand, and I doubt it. Yeah. Um, I, I'll I'll go out on a limb right now and say the Fantastic Four comic books, for the most part, pretty shit. You know what I mean? I love the characters. I followed the run for a little bit just because they had awesome art. Yeah. But the stories I could never really get into. Whether it was just bad writing or what, 
I could, they never they could never keep me like yeah. the Iron Man comics. Yeah, no, yeah, and you're right. So this is the uh, Fantastic Four reboot, directed by Josh Trank from um, Chronicle. Yep. Okay. Now, where do we start? Uh, should, so we, should, should we anticipate bitching first, or just... Is there stuff you want to address about where you think the bitching would be? No, okay. Or you want to bitch? Yeah, yeah, no, about what people... Are... All right, wait, because wait. I've already had a big what discussion. What did you say? What... Some... How did you feel about the movie? Did you like it? You didn't like it? I, I, I'm not 100% sold on it. It wasn't brilliant. Yeah. Okay. There was... I think I was, I think I was on board for about half of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and um, so I, I'm not saying this as a as a apologetic lover of it. You know, I don't think it was the greatest film in the world. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I think there's a lot. There, there was some problems with it, right? Um, but like Man of Steel, a lot of the good stuff people are going to bitch about just because other people are saying it because there's bad stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? So there's going to be a lot of unrational hate towards this movie mm. already. So. And they haven't got the best track record. What, well, what, Fantastic Four or Fox? Fox. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You've got to remember, Fox also does the X-Men movies, which is about, in my books, a 50% hit and miss rate. And they were behind the last few Fantastic Fours. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, uh, so okay. it's a bit touch and go. So what was, what about your general feeling for it? I didn't mind it. I liked it. There was um. Towards the movie's climax, I was kind of going, uh, yeah, what the fuck, yeah. yeah. And there's a few things where I was like, well, to me visually, it doesn't. I don't like it. Yeah. But well, I, got, I got my defences behind it, like why they. Visually, visually is. It was fantastic. I mean, just character designs. Uh, so, well, okay. I didn't like didn't like Doom. Okay. But I was like, well, we'll, we'll get back to Doom. But yeah. What do you expect? Um, and I know people are going to bitch about which they've already started about the thing, Ben Grimm. Right. How he doesn't look authentic to the old comics with the big eyebrows and that. Well, but see, it's a small again, nose. Again, a lot of the things that are going to come up. I'm going to say, read a fucking comic. Yeah. And I'll tell you which comics to read. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fantastic Four in the comics, it was a couple of years before he even got that big rocky brow. Yeah. So the Michael Chiklis thing from the last two yep. Fantastic Four movies, this thing, without the big yeah. eyebrows, they're comic book accurate for yeah. the origin stories. Mm. You know what I mean? So, again, if people are going to complain about that, read a fucking comic. A lot of my thing crossovers was with um, Hulk. So you had the big eyebrows yeah, and that. Yeah, but I didn't have a problem with it anyway. It looks a bit weird, and like you look at his eyes going, man, it looks bizarre, but he's meant to. Yeah. He's a big rock formation that's come from the human form. Yeah. So it's like, well, fuck it. What do we know about what it looks like or what it shouldn't look yeah. like? So I liked it. Yeah. Um, I, know I know people will be upset about it, but I dig it. Let's, let's address... Um, I know a lot of people have been complaining about uh, Johnny Storm being black. Right now, actually, now, actually, what about his racist? What about his design? So Johnny Storm can't be black, but his dad can be. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. These people don't know what they're talking about because they're like, oh, so Johnny Storm's adopted in the family. It's like, well, all you got to do is actually watch the trailer, mm. and you see that he, that 
soothe the adopted one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, and listen, before anyone bitches about that, I was listening to an interview with Josh Trank, yep. the director, and, and I think he was the co-writer. He actually went to Stan Lee and said, listen, man, I've, I've worked with, what's his name, Michael B. Johnson? Mm. Okay. The, the, the gent from Chronicles. Yeah. He said, listen, uh, I've worked with him before. We worked together really good. I want to cast him as uh, Johnny Storm. What would you think about having a sort of an adopt, adopted situation going on? And Stan Lee actually said, it looks more like what families look like today. Yeah. You know, he said back in the 60s when I designed these characters, it was all nuclear families. Yeah. You know, today there is adoption. There's yeah. broken families and things. You know? So he said, I'm fine with it. So... I feel like if the creator of the character gives his blessing, gives A-OK, just quit your bitching. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because it works, they bring up once in the movie that she's adopted, yeah. right? And from then on, right, they talk to each other, brother and sister, and uh, and it's not forced, it's not anything. You know yeah. what I mean? This white chick and this black dude, they're just brother and sister. And coming from a family with an adopted sister, you know it's just natural like that. She's our sister. You don't... Yeah. There's nothing there that's different. Yeah. So get over that, people. All right? Now, how did you think he looked when he flamed up? How it was like the black outline underneath that's, that's with cool. the flames on. Yeah. It looked mad. Like, and, you know, and he opened his mouth and you'd see the red. The light in his eyes and, and, yeah. and stuff. That was uh, cool. Just with the black outline under the fire, it looked so dynamic, man. I really liked it. Rather than the comics, bright yellow. Well, because that's the thing. The comics has been always really hard to sort of visualise because you've, you've got your clear outline of a man and then clear outline of flames, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. drawing, it's different to seeing actual flames sort yeah. of thing, you know? Um, but I really liked that, man. Cool. I really liked it. So, the origin story. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of people... Are upset of, that they went into dimension and not into space? Into space. Yeah, the origins in the comics, as we know, in the cartoons. Did they go... Did they, they went into space in the previous one, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did, yeah. yeah. So, but isn't... I mean, again, stuff like that... When you're looking at critiquing a movie, is fucking nitpicking, especially when a movie, especially in a movie where a dude's going to learn how to stretch, a dude's going to be made out of rock, a dude's yeah. going to be, a, you know what I mean? It, like, if you're working in the realms of what we know, what we know about space, that's not even capable. Okay. An alternate dimension, it's much more believable to go. Well, things are a bit fucking and fucked up. Let now. me again say, if you've got a problem with this origin, read a fucking comic. Yeah. Because this is actually based on the Ultimate Ultimate Fantastic Four, which was written by. Mark Millar and uh, Brian Michael Bendis mm-hmm. both co-wrote it and was drawn by Adam Kubert. That's mm-hmm. a freaking comic book dream team yeah. for me. Nice Listen, go out and get the first six issues of that. You'll see some awesome artwork. You'll see a, a much better origin for the Fantastic Four. I think Four. I've still got the first 20 or so issues in the garage. Oh, nice, man. Nice. I actually um, bought the first six on uh, Comicsology recently. Um, Comicsology? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, go, yeah, you know, so it, to say that the origin, this origin story is not true to the comics again is bullshit yeah. because go read Ultimate Fantastic yeah. Four. And people were saying, oh, Jessica Alba and, you know, Hornblower and Captain America were way too old to be Fantastic, way too young to be Fantastic Four, right? Sure. Because, you know, Mr. Fantastic supposed to be old and all this sort of stuff, you know, way too old, young to be Fantastic mm. Four. And then they're like, well, and so how did they solve that? They put kids in it. Like, no, 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 no. Again, Ultimate Fantastic Four was about when they were kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
um, coming into a world with superheroes and whatnot. But but to these people who are bitching and moaning, is Ultimate just a bad remake they never wanted? Well, I, I, I think the people bitching and moaning aren't even aware that Because you've got you to realise that if there was good movies back in the day, a lot of them don't hold up now, and there's nothing wrong with making remakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... And if you don't like remakes, don't go and watch them. <laughs> Just don't watch them. You've got your favourites. Be happy. Oh, man. Now I'm kicking myself. So what did you like about the movie? Um, I liked the whole first half. When you say first half, is that up until when they come back? and Okay, basically up until Doctor Doom turned up. Yes, same here. Um, like, the... the their story was, um, it was actually, what it played out to me, okay, you, you don't get the Marvel movie humour in it, mm-hmm. okay, you don't have one-liners and puns, and you don't have Captain America saying, I got that reference, yeah. you know what I mean? You've got a couple of little quirky lines, but the, the mood of the movie is much more serious, yeah. okay? I saw this as a science fiction slash body horror flick. Yeah. Especially with Reed Richards when he's doing that stretching stuff, that was yeah. that was out of a horror movie. That yeah. stuff, man, you know. Um, I thought that I thought that was a really good take. That you know what I mean? Johnny Storm burning up and sitting there freaking yeah. out, you know. Um, the thing in that. Uh, so sleeping peacefully. Yes, like an angel, like an invisible angel. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and I really enjoyed it. Um, even once Doctor Doom turned up and he's walking through the complex and the four kids are running around trying to find him and yeah. whatever, that almost played out like a horror movie to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like these four kids being hunted by Jason Voorhees or something, yeah. you know, which was cool. Um, but the whole... I'm, I'm wondering if the whole Victor Von Doom thing is like Superman movies being afraid to use anything but Lex Luthor for a while. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's that awesome. it's like he's okay. Not that the acting was bad, okay? Because I don't even know who that guy is. I don't know something. I was there going, man. What have I seen you yeah, on okay. before? But Doctor Doom, if we break it down in the comics, he's a he, it's a fucking stupid character. Yeah. You know what I mean? He and. So I think that's why he doesn't work on the big screen, because he's just a dumb fucking character. He looks cool, but that suit isn't practical for what the story is behind it, like on the big I screen. I mean, he looks cool in the last one, too, once he was... All for, you yeah. know, but... And um, that's exactly why I said, to me, he looked weird, because I'm used to the cool-looking Doom in the green hooded coat with the, yeah. all the, the metal, metal polish, armor. nicely made yeah, armour. armour. Whereas See, in this, where it's kind of... The thing is, I don't think, apart from just being uber-powerful, I don't think many people know what Doom, who Doom really is. Mm. Um, you know, he's supposed to have the perfect balance of science and witchcraft. Yeah. Science and sorcery, you know. And that's what makes him so much powerful than basically all the supernatural characters and the scientific yeah. characters, you know. You can mix and, them both. And, yeah, you know. And um, But in the comics, they, they try and re-envision him because I don't know if they think that doesn't work in the comic, in the, in the movie. Um, and again, I don't want to shit on all over the, the actor's work or anything, but he's like 30 years old 
and he basically wants to statutory rape the seventeen-year-old yeah, girl. Yeah, that was friggin' weird. That was kind of creepy, weird, like Transformers. Like I was 4. thinking maybe they were putting him as a bit younger. They're saying that he left the company ten years ago. That but, he, he would have been but, seven years. But old. they were saying he was more advanced what Reed was at a younger age. So I'm thinking that like that he was there young, and then he's left like when he's yeah, like okay. when he's like. 13 or something, and now he's like 23. He's meant to be like a bit closer to, yeah, not so rapey. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> it, it, but it really felt a bit. It was weird, and statutory this, yeah, even the way he's, when he goes, he's still around and he's yeah. all creepy staring at you like that. Yeah, it's fucking awkward. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I would have been, I would have said, ah, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, Is your daughter here? It's like, hmm. Uh, um, I actually sent her off the road. We actually don't need you anymore. Yeah, yeah, we are. Actually, the police are on their way. Um, I really liked um. Now, well, at first, when I saw who the characters were, because I don't even remember watching the trailer that well, but I was kind of going, I'm not sure if the kid playing Reed Richards can play Reed Richards. Yeah. And But I loved him. Yeah. I liked the way how he was that sort of awkward, nerdy guy at the start, yep. Yep. and then he starts to get the bit sort of playfulness with Sue. But then when they go through and he gets changed and that, and he runs away, he comes back and he's so much more serious. Yeah. And it seems like that year away... He's really changed. He's, he's, I guess from the isolation, he doesn't talk much. Yeah. But you can see he's not that young, timid, humorous guy he was before. Now he's kind of a much more hardened man. And a different kind of awkward. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, uh, I mean, jumping to one year later, right, mm. it, it was a good way to forward the story, I felt, right, mm. that the characters could just have a change and all of them are a bit more comfortable with yeah. who they are. But I want to see more training montages. <laughs> You know, I want to do 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 do. You know what I mean? Um, but I can understand why they did it just to get the story rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess they'll do all that shit in the new movie. You get to see a lot of them working as a team. Yeah. If it, they make a new one. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it makes a lot of money and they do make a new one because they've already announced the X Men Fantastic Four crossover. Yeah. I, like apart from that, just talking about the Fantastic Four alone, the movie was enough to make me go, "Well, I'm interested to see what's next." I want yeah. to see him work as a team, take on someone else. I don't know who they'll do. What are they going to do, Mole Man or something? Well, that was the Easter egg I picked up in the film. The other scientist they were talking to, you know the guy from uh, Hulk? Yeah. Yeah, they... They kept calling him Harvey, mm-hmm. right? And um, Harvey Elder is the Mole Man. <laughs> there you go. Now, but it appeared, and I mean, it, it appeared that Doom killed him. But I mean, you know, I mean... You, you never see know. what you see. Yeah, you know. never know. You know, I mean, like... Well, yeah. that's funny, because, um... I didn't think that actor was that small. Yeah, right. Because watching him in Incredible Hulk and that, it's like, well, he looks like Eric Banner's height. What, 6'1", 6'2"? Yeah, right, right. And then when in that one, and they're short, it's like, are they made him short because of that? Is he, like, a taller actor? And they've just gone, no, we'll make him small because our future plans. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Well, maybe, man, maybe. And that's why I was... No uh, end of sequence... End of That's what I was going credit to sequence. End credits. Which I was expecting to see like a Mole Man thing there. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, it's Marvel's thing, but it works to the point now that you'll sit through most movies to the end credits going, well, maybe there's something here. So I was thinking like, oh. It's a, it's a comic book movie trope. I, but you I think I mean? it so works in a lot of stuff, like movies that have sequels coming. Yeah. It always works to put a little bit in there just to, just to have a little bit of fun with. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually thought they might have had something little there, but nothing. 
Yeah. Um, what was the other movie recently where they cut it off at the last Avengers? Mm. They did the exact same thing with Avengers, where it's like, what are we going to call ourselves? Uh, That's what I was thinking. The, um, when he goes, yeah, Avengers Assemble. Yeah. yeah. But this one, they're talking about, and they go, I've oh, got it. We'll be the... And they cut, cut it. it. Yeah, but I'm sure. thinking, you think that they had that ready, and then when Avengers come out, they were like, fuck. <laughs> That's our thing. <laughs> maybe, man, maybe. As soon as it happened, I was like, that was weird. They're like, oh, man, they're probably kicking themselves, going, man, we had that <laughs> all worked out. That was going to be so cool. So the whole third act of the movie... To me, was just like that's, that's where they dropped the ball a bit. What just the fuck is going on? Yeah. yeah, this is just they invent this machine. It's the only thing that can get you through dimensions. Yeah. But then Doctor Doom takes the machine to go to the other dimension to destroy Earth and because he to can bring open, Earth's energy. He can open a portal in that dimension to pull Earth through it, not using the machine. But why did he do that originally? And is the machine a beacon that can make a connection or some weird shit? It, it was just, but I just didn't. And like then the Fantastic Four didn't use the machine to get to them. They went through the wormhole, and even afterwards went back through the, instead of taking the machine back. Yeah. It was. It, I mean, it's look, like they come up. They did all the. Right, we've got the origin set up. Now we bring Doom in. What are we going to do? I don't know, and they just started just throwing random shit together. <laughs> they asked the Star Wars boys, um, oh, I never read the comics, I don't know. How many whiskeys do you boys have? <laughs> Seven inches, um, come with us. Yeah. <laughs> we need you to write a third act. Third act of what? <laughs> um, but, uh... I just didn't like how, um, they just made Doom so insanely powerful. Well, see, that... Where, that whereas... That kind of worked for me as far as the... The, the horror feel of it, but but it's one, it's not a horror movie, and two, the big confrontation at the end, it kind of felt he only lost because he was freaking stupid, like yeah. he wasn't concentrating on some weird shit, yeah. rather than being bested by and working as a team or having this one do that. It was just the case of well, how do you lose? To me, yeah, yeah, it it, it just it just. And then, and then, okay, to add insult to injury, again, I, I really hope the filmmakers don't listen to this because, I mean, I, I, I love Josh Trank, okay, I've listened to lots of interviews with him and he's a fucking gentleman, yep. you know what I mean, he's such a good bloke and, uh, you know, listening to him talk, he loves the Fantastic Four, mm. you know what I mean, so people are going to say, oh, a fucking quick buck for Fox, but that's not the case, yeah. this dude loves the Fantastic Four, you know, and so he's gone in to do his best Fantastic yep. Four movie. Um, that's another thing like I always say man that's his masterpiece I'm not trying to shit on it I'm saying I don't understand certain parts of it yeah but like I said it's got me interested where I want to see the sequel um, but what about just suddenly at the end Ben Grimm's not mad anymore not about fixing anyone anymore yeah you know what I mean like even in the other movies there was always that thing where he's struggling with that on about, the monster and Reed's well, always gone, I'm responsible for what's happened to him, I've got to Reed's, fix it. Yeah, you know, um, whereas they had a lot of that in this, but then suddenly just forgot about it once they fought Doom. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, in that last like, scene when they're on the balcony and they're talking. They're all like chummy. Like, yeah, they're all happy, but I mean, you just need that one moment for Reed to turn to Grimm and say, 
we're going to figure this out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, um, and then make it like in Fantastic Four 2, I think it was, where it's Grimm's decision where he says, I don't want to change back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't just forget about it. But yeah, but they might know. touch on it more in the next one. Yeah, they, they might, they might. And again, you know, I, I don't want to just be shitting all over it, but I, yeah, we've got to yeah. give an honest opinion. Well, that's right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the four Fantastic Four kids yep. would, wouldn't fault them. You know what I mean? The good actors. Good good casting. Um, like, coming from me who, when they released the cast at first, I was like, I'm, I don't think anyone watched this movie. They're all too young. Like, I was one to say that I like the more aged look and read where he's got the bit of grains here and that. Yeah. I always dug that. But to well, watch it, I've, in, I've enjoyed it. Man. Let's, let's just let everyone in. Every, anyone who wants to bitch that superhero movies make them too young, let's let them in a little behind the curtain. Don't let them in. Just fuck them off. <laughs> the studios want to hire young people, right? So that if the because franchise kicks off... Because they signed on multi-movie contracts. Yeah, so if the franchise kicks off, they can do 10 years of movies and still be young enough as opposed to... Hire a dude that looks 54. Yeah, you know, and, and then, then his hair's grey by the time he's in the part three. And, and that trying or whatever. He's got bald or something. Or... You hire, yeah, you hire a 45-year-old. In 10 years, he's 55 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone bitches and says... Not, not, not everybody's Hugh Jackman, who just keeps getting better. That's right. <laughs> that's looks right. So, and that's why they do it. So get over it, folks. Mm. Um, and, you know, especially with Marvel having the whole... Uh, ultimate universe to draw from they can basically cast the entire Marvel Universe if they wanted to as teenagers yeah you know what I mean that's what ultimate universe was all about so get over it ladies and gentlemen um, I think it's, it's people's issues are is as adults now we've watched the from reading the comics you watch the characters age and develop like my my view on Peter Parker I see him as the married Peter Parker who's yeah. a bit suave and the women start to dig him that he's a bit more charisma to him and everything yeah but when you've got his origin movies it's got to be that awkward sort of character how he started off in the comics yeah but um yeah so I think just as people grow they see their characters grow and then it's like well you can't make him young yeah yeah you can you can, you can do it you can do it yes you can I'm just making this song up as I go fantastic four you can do it yeah <laughs> too many whiskies <laughs> Um, so, they've announced Fantastic Four meet the X-Men. And that's definite? Well, it was announced, so as definite as announced can be, without Channon Tailing uh, saying he's going to quit a job so he can get a better paycheck and then come back and yeah. say, all right, guys, all right, I'll be I, can, I can see some more character development in here. Vin Diesel. <laughs> so, I mean, as, as, sure I'm thing, Vin, don't keep as sure thing as a sure thing is, you know what I mean, they've announced it, so... That might even be part two. You know what I mean? We might even see that before we see Fantastic Four 2. But listen, if for some reason our listenership goes beyond our five people and Josh Trank actually listens to this, Josh, I like you. But, listen. (laughs) But, look at you bossing him around. (laughs) No, no, no. I like you. I like what you're doing. Let's get this shit rolling. Let's forget. Let's not bring back Doctor Doom. Let's focus on some other Fantastic Four characters. That's my biggest downfall with a lot of the comic book movies is when they... They think they've only got one villain. They always fall back to what they feel is safe. I'm not saying Doom. Like, Doom's got to be in the Fantastic Four somewhere. 
but to have Lex Luthor come back for every Superman movie. And almost. then the one he doesn't come back for, they just make up another Superman in a gold suit. Instead of even using yeah. Bizarro or yeah. or something, you know what I mean? So, uh, But Fantastic Four have a lot of awesome characters, and I probably can't even name any of them. Can you but, think of any other villains? Uh, he sounds like more of a fan of it than us, so he'd name more of them. Like I said, I know Mole Man. Mole Man, Annihilus, Blastar, Blastar. Uh, so yeah, it's starting to leave me in the dust now. Uh, actually, Ultimate Fantastic Four comic was the very first comic that the Marvel Zombies came from. That'd right? Cool. They set the story up. I think Mark Millar wrote it. When Especially Bro- if they're still doing the sort of dark feel to it. Well, Brian Michael Bendis left the comic, I think, uh, to work because he was doing Ultimate Spider-Man. And Mark Miller wrote a story where uh, they're in touch with another Marvel Universe and he's in touch with another Reed Richards. And all of us fans were like, oh, they're in touch with the real Marvel Universe. You know, yeah. he's talking to the older self, but no, he opened the portal and it's the Marvel Zombies, all Marvel Zombies. <laughs> and then that's what happened. And then Marvel Zombies spread through all the Marvel So it was like Reed Richards, a smart zombie? Yeah. Nice. And Reed Richards, when you look at the whole thing, he, he actually started the Marvel Zombie Apocalypse because he was like, what? Wasn't he involved in World War Hulk as well? Sending Hulk away, the, away from Earth? You yeah, know, that's the thing. Marvel Universe has the most intelligent people in any made-up universe, but they're the stupidest intelligent people. <laughs> you know what? That's like real life, man. Yeah. You get people that are just geniuses and their common sense is just out the window. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, anything else about it? What, what else? What, kind of what are we talking about now? Fantastic Four movie. Doug, um, a Doug Ben Grimm thing, it was cool. And as the thing, or as the kid as well? Both. Because I feel, um, I was wondering if that little kid with the aeroplane, I was watching him to see if it was going to be a little nod towards something, a bit of an Easter egg, but oh. he was just like, you dick, and walks along. <laughs> That's another thing, is that uh, the Storm's dad was called Franklin Storm. And that was what their kid is called. We know in the comic books there's Franklin Richards, which is... Yeah, because this is like a paradox where the dad is the child. The dad is their kid. (laughs) Blew my mind. (sighs) (laughs) Sorry, they probably just named the kid after their dad. And this is the end of the podcast because this is really the first podcast. (laughs) Kids are too drunk and watch too many movies. Broke my head. Um... What? So, yeah, listen, I'll... I really don't want to rip it, because it's not... It's better than Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, It's not bad for a hero movie. I think when you look at okay. how flawless Marvel's been doing, it's hard to hold a movie with a few flaws. Yeah, it's better than a couple of Marvel movies. What are you going to say? Uh, Iron Man 2? And... Thor 2. The Dark World. Yeah, better in both of those. Yeah. Marvel's had a better role. Yeah, definitely. definitely. When you look at the percentage of good to bad, yeah. Marvel seems to be a lot better. Better than the last Spider-Man movie. And what about the last couple of Marvel movies that have come out? Like? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America 2, and Ant-Man. Way better than them. <laughs> I'm just saying, for those new movies no, so they're, perfectly... They're, yeah, don't know. For a company that's not as well established making comic book movies, 
you got to give him a bit of slack. Yeah. But uh, listen, I, I I love the directing. I love the body horror angle to it. Mm-hmm. Especially with Red Richards, I love the acting. You know, um, you know what would be awesome is if 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 Josh could sit with us and explain the end to us. Maybe 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 because we're not science dudes that we're so dumb shit. You know what I mean? That maybe some the science, science behind why he took the pod yeah. when he didn't need to take the pod. Some quantum scientist will be able to say, well. These fucking stupid stars, boys, they fucking don't know shit. Didn't he overload the little pods to make the black hole, and the black hole opened the portal where he can set the energy through it for these planets? Because when they were saying to Reed when he was younger, you added too, if you added too much power to that, you would have created a black hole and destroyed the Earth. And they're going, he's overloading it or whatever, and then he makes a black hole, which starts to suck it all through. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it would explain anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's one thing when you... Just watch it your first time, you know. Yeah. But but that's the thing though, isn't it? Isn't that a, the sign of a good movie? Is that you watch it the one time, you get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you've got to go, if you've got to go back and watch oh, a movie no, two or three I don't, times, I don't agree with that. I give don't give me an example. I don't have got an example at all. <laughs> I, I just think, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think sometimes it's good to watch a movie and go, I didn't quite get that, and you watch it again, and you're like, oh, it makes a bit more sense. And you watch it over again, and you sort of pick up things you didn't pick up before. Yeah. It sounds like you just like dumbed down versions of stuff. No, I just I just like to be, you know what I mean. You just like to feel like the smartest person in the room. I, I that's how I feel at work. Don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> Explain this shit. <laughs> Explain this shit, but don't dumb it down. Time paradox. Those was this pair of socks. Indestructible. You want a pair of socks? Indestructible. <laughs> Inconceivable. I do not think that word means what you think. Actually, that's what we should do. I missed gag. Um, Hindsight. So, that's it. Look, Fantastic Four. It's a science fiction flick. It's worth It's not a superhero flick. Yeah. It's a science fiction slash horror flick, right, that really loses its way in the end, if you ask me. Sort of loses its way in the end. I still think it's, it's... But, I mean, as far as, you know, the... The tone of the movie, the feel of the movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I would like to see? And I'll never do it. Take that theme with the Fantastic Four being hunted down by a bad guy and make it into a horror movie where he actually kills I was just thinking that before, two or three of them. When you were, your mouth was going a lot, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was actually going, man, it'd be cool to have kind of a... That, you weren't even listening to what I was no. saying. You're dangerous. I was thinking the same thing while watching the movie. When it started to go, when they come back and the military got a hold of them, and it started to go on a bit to that, like, what are you calling it? Body horror. Yeah. And I was going, I was actually going, man, this is actually make a cool sci-fi horror movie where they've gone into another dimension and they come back and it's just fucking shit up in that. Yeah. At least you, at least when your mind wanders, it actually thinks about stuff. My mind wanders and it goes, boobies, 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 <laughs> boobies, 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 boobies. <laughs> A boobies, a boobies, a boobies, a boobies. Why don't you tell us what you're really thinking about? Boobies. <laughs> um, Quantum physics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, thanks for listening. Give um, it a watch. Don't listen to other people. Just judge it for yourself. Um, I, I got into an argument on Facebook. Um, what? Really? I got into an argument with a guy on Facebook. First argument ever? First ever. First ever online argument. Bullshit. <laughs> um, 
where I've, my opinion is, listen, put aside all the preconceived bullshit that's been coming out, all the shit that you've been reading in tweets and articles and stuff, if you haven't gotten from Josh Trank's mouth, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. it's not an interview of him, disregard all that shit and just go and give it a fair go. That's okay? the problem with the internet. They give you too much information. Yeah. And that's what, like, like you said, you have... I think something's wrong with me, so they research it. They find one symptom out of ten, and they're like, I've got that problem. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> and that's what they do with the shows. They yeah. want to watch a movie, and they look for something bad, and they see bad stuff, and they're like, well, yeah. throw that one in the shit pile. Yeah, so listen, I mean, go and watch it. Go watch it with an open mind. Um, yeah. But that's any movie. You go watch a movie with an open mind, it's not going to be as bad as watching a movie... Going in there with the intention of, oh, I know this bit's going to be shit. I know this bit's going to be shit. Yeah. How you meant to enjoy a movie when you just go in there with negative outlook? No, that's right. That's right. Uh, Why even go? Why even go? That's right. Okay, so that's it for this week's Turtle Boy podcast. Now, next week's Turtle Boy podcast, we are going into what I'm going to call phase two. Phase two of Turtle Boy podcast. So you're going to have, like, at the end of the credits, a little teaser here for... This is it. So bad. They can't see, but my balls are out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, phase two of Turtle Boy Podcast Set starts bacon next week. Free. <laughs> I actually didn't see the video. I actually reposted it on my Facebook so I could watch it when I get home. Hilarious. Yeah, great, great. Um, Do you wonder why I have my dick out of the movie? <laughs> no, I don't. I've gotten used to it. <laughs> um, so next week we start phase two of the podcast, which is a, a little bit of a new direction. What we're going to be doing... Because there's a bit of a, a drought of superhero movies coming up. For the next seven months or whatever. Something like that, yeah. We're going to start watching Game of Thrones. Now, right back from episode one, season I, one. I am a Game of Thrones rookie, right? Nathan is the Game of Thrones most expert knowledge guy in the world on Game you of Thrones. You would not meet somebody of more Game of Thrones knowledge than me. Even the author. Even George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Robertson. George R. R. Not so well knowledge in Game of Thrones George, Martin. George R. R. Are you sure you wrote those books? <laughs> George R. Are you a pirate? George R. For rape? Uh, what? <laughs> well, there's lots of rape in it, isn't there? Yeah, George has a rape in it. Yeah, no, that's why I stopped. <laughs> Goes up a royal lawsuit. I thought it would be hilarious just to call him a rapist, but then as the words came out, I thought, that's not, that's not hilarious, George. Stop, stop it, stop it. Um, Your brain went into damage control. Uh, too late. Like he's trying to get past all the alcohol. <laughs> we're drowning. We have to stop this. Okay, so next week, we're starting the first episode of, what's the show called? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, so, and we're going to basically, each week, just one episode. Talk about it. My infinite knowledge is a little bit rusty. Nathan's in, industrial knowledge is... Uh, a little bit rusty, because I haven't read the books in years, but... But, I mean, you're up on the show, at least, and all that sort of stuff, so... Yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> we might have to call in an expert from time to time. Yeah, okay. So, listen, it's a good jumping-on point for anyone who wants to start listening to the podcast. Or start watching Game of Thrones. And I don't know why I just said that, because those people wouldn't be listening at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, so make sure you watch... Winter is coming. First episode. Is that what it's called? Yep. First episode of Game of Thrones. We'll talk about that next week. And we'll be back to, uh, you know, Gnerd Gnu's headlines with Gnerd Gnarls. Um, It'll be um, Fast Gnerd Gnu's. Oh, yeah. 
just if you just yeah, ramble some, off headlines. It's some speed titles or something. Sweet. I've got a new name. All right, guys. So uh, next week, Game of Thrones. And thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you hit us up on uh, whatever your social media platform is. Or just come to Tim's house. Instagram, and Twitter, Facebook. Um, Tim's house. Snail mail. Come to my house, but only if you're wearing a scary clown mask in the middle of the night. Deal. Okay. Well, again, guys, thanks for listening. It was actually another fucking long episode. We actually even tried to keep it short, didn't we? But uh, you reckon my news is what would carry us over? And it wasn't even. It was the fucking the listeners. It's your fault. It's all your questions. <laughs> okay. So thanks for listening, guys. We will uh, talk to you next week. Be nice to each other. Yeah.